WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. You might as well call it the Ambassador Bridge. We have ourselves a stalemate at the top of the Greer Lemmy standings, and the winner tonight will be in the driver's seat for the divisional title. The Ugly Bearcats are on the road this evening to take on the Brown City Green Devils. Good evening from Brown City, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. I'm your host, Clark Ramsey, and to the right of me is Coach Steve Bone. Clark, we're in a great gym. We got a great matchup, and we're going to have a great game. Uh, this, like you said, this thing is a stalemate. And it's coming right down to the wire, and we're going to have it right here tonight. Brown City, Ubley, and Harbor Beach each have two losses in divisional play with just a handful of games to go in the regular season. Ubley has already beat Harbor Beach twice. Now they'll try to do the same to the Green Devils. Whoever wins will have their hands nearly on the Greater Thumb East Trophy. You know, it's funny. Last week we talked at Ubley after they beat Harbor Beach, and we talked about this week how hard it would be. They had to play Memphis at Memphis. Had another game against Carroll uh, Wednesday night, and now they got to come to Brown City. So we knew this was going to be a tough week for them. Uh, if they can right the ship tonight, uh, they get away with a split on the, in the league, they should be pretty happy, but it's going to be tough. There are just two weeks until the road to the President Center begins, and there's plenty still to be decided. Tonight, it's the Ugly Bearcats on the road up against the Brown City Green Devils on the WMW Sports Network. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Cycler, the talk of the thumb. DS Services of Cassidy for all of your grain handling needs. North Star Bank guiding the way. Kohler Propane, nothing gives you gas like Kohler's. Ubley Motor Service, McVeigh Insurance Agency, DM Cabinet Shop, Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Anger Valley Services on the Blazing Speed, their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to AngerValleyServices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcasts a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. There's no denying it. The Greater Thumb East race is clear as mud, or as a matter of fact, as straightforward as a piece of legislation in Washington, D.C., We'll get to the possible outcomes of the East Division in just a moment, which is six ways from Sunday. But first, greetings from Brown City, Michigan. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone with your call tonight from a gym that some consider to be known as, quote, the snake bit, as extremely difficult to walk out of here with a victory in hand. For the first time in my 11 years at the WLW Sports Network, we find ourselves broadcasting from Brown City. It's good to be back. I've not been here since high school. Maybe just once, in fact. And I report back to everyone listening who has not been here. Not much has changed. Pretty much the floor has been repainted. That's about the only update here. It's the same old wooden bleachers, the same crammed benches, all the good old-fashioned Brown City hospitality. Clark, coached at USA for 22 years, 
we played in Brown City one time that I can remember. And gosh, I want to say that was back in like 2002. The one thing I do remember about this place, it is small, it is tight, and it gets loud. And I think it's going to get loud tonight. I think so too, and I'm looking forward to it. Yes, this is the small gyms are awesome. I, there's just something about this gym that I, I thoroughly enjoy. Now, back in my playing days, did not like it because we never won here. Well, we talked about it during the warm-ups there at halftime. It's an old-time floor. It's got uh-huh. a lot of spring in it. I mean, you see guys dunking the ball or at least trying to dunk it. That probably and most gyms are not even going to try. So <laughs> just have that old-time feel here, that's for sure. And I think we're going to see an old-time feel in this game tonight. Last time it was, what, a four- or five-point victory for the Yelly Bearcats. And I think that might be a little more difficult here on the road in Brown City. Now for the fun part and the reason we're here this evening, there are approximately and actually 36 legitimate different ways that the greater the Mies can play out, but here are the eight most likely. First for Brown City. If Brown City beats Ubley and then beats Harbor Beach next week, Brown City would be the outright champs in the Greyertham East. If Brown City beats Ubley but loses to Harbor Beach, that forces a three-way tie between Harbor Beach, Brown City, and Ubley. If Brown City loses to Ubley or Ubley wins tonight, and then also Brown City loses to Harbor Beach, while those two win out, there would be a tie between Harbor Beach and Ubley. If Brown City loses to Ubley, but then beats Harbor Beach, there would be a tie between Brown City and Ubley. If Ubley beats Brown City and Marlette, <laughs> but Brown City loses to Harbor Beach, there would be a tie between Ubley and Harbor Beach. If Ubley beats Brown City, Ubley beats Marlette, and then Brown City beats Harbor Beach, Ubley would be the outright champs. First time Ubley would be cheering for Harbor Beach in quite some time, I think. <laughs> If Ubley beats Brown City and loses to Marlette, but Brown City loses to Harbor Beach, then Harbor Beach would be the outright champs. Got that? I got it. Um, <laughs> it. You know what it reminds me of, though? It reminds me of the last Sunday of the NFL season. Yes. Where, well, if Jacksonville would win, then this would happen, and, of course, Jacksonville wins. Well, the only thing that would screw it up is if these teams tie, and then they Guess go to what? overtime. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was within a field goal of being a tie. So, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. That's what makes it fun. Again, we're getting close to March, and uh, that's what makes this whole thing fun. Basketball is such a long season. There's a lot of ups and downs. Your team plays well. Your team plays bad. It comes back and plays good again. So, And that's what we're seeing here in the East. Everybody's taking their turn being hot. That's for sure. And we actually have a doubleheader varsity games tonight, girls and boys playing right now. Girls are on the court right now as last night's games uh, rained out or snowed out, and so they moved the varsity girls game to tonight, pushed the JV girls and boys to tomorrow, and so we have a doubleheader of boys and girls varsity tonight. Right now, Ubley girls taking care of the Brown City Green Devils, 33-18 to in the girls game. And tonight is the first of many dominoes yet to fall. It's the Brown City Green Devils hosting the Ubley Bearcats in boys basketball, and it's all on the W. LW Sports Network being powered by Agar Valley Services. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network with Clark Ramsey, Steve Mile, Steve Bone, Steve Mile. <laughs> I don't know where Miles uh, came uh, from. <laughs> you're, you're related to Miles Bridges, aren't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Same guy. I can see that. 
doing too many things at once here as the uh, girls' varsity game is wrapping up things right now in the final 30 seconds. Ugly girls winning 35-19 to 19 with 20 seconds left. As we have uh, quite the, actually, we're in the, we have some celebrities here tonight. The, the officiating crew I tonight. See them, yes. They, I mean, they're famous now. They have newspaper articles about them. You know, they're all over the place. Right. They're, that's the, 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 the law firm. The law firm. Yep. Wayner, Wayner, and Delpierre. Yep. It's a great piece written by Paul P. Adams and one of the, if not the best, officiating crews that we run across, certainly across the entire Thumb region. Well, I know when we coached, you know, I mean, yeah, every time you walk in the gym, you just never know who's going to show up. Creep around <laughs> the corner a little bit. <laughs> And uh, you'd see those guys come in and, you know, I mean, like you, like exactly what the article says. They always worked the game as best they could. The best part was they managed the game really yes. well. Yes. They, didn't, they didn't create any controversy. They, they talked to the kids. They let guys play, you know, they, they understood. Because they all played themselves. They understand a little bit of the passion of the game. They talk kids down a little bit, talk coaches down. So, yeah, they always handled the game really well. It was always nice to have this group doing a game, especially a big game. That's probably why they're here tonight. I think so. I think so. So if you have not been able to read that article, check it out in the Huron County View online. Uh, just search for, well, I guess just look for the stripes. That should take care of it. Tonight, though, the Ubley Bearcats are on the road taking on the Brown City Green Devils. And the Ubley Bearcats enter tonight with an 11-3 overall record, lost two of their first three games to begin the season back in December, then they won nine straight games. In the Greater Thumb East, they are tied for first with an 8-2 record. They lost to Memphis twice, the most recent in double overtime this past Tuesday. Head coach for the LB Bearcats will be Brandon Sorensen in his third year at the helm. 50 games as head coach, and tonight is his 51st. In that time, he's gone 35-15. That's a 700 batting average. For the Bearcats of Ubley, with just five games remaining in the regular season, they're averaging 50.9 points per game on offense. That's the conference's seventh best offense and two spots in three points behind Brown City. On defense, they allow 39.9. That is tied for first in the Gritham Conference behind Reese, or excuse me, tied with Cass City and seven and a half better than the Green Devils. Average margin of victory in their favor in double digits, in fact, at 10.9 points. As the fifth best differential in the conference behind Reese, Badax, Lakers, and Cass City. A slow 1 and 2 start for the Ubley Bearcats was quickly put behind them as Brandon Sorensen's Bearcats rattled off nine straight victories over the course of just four weeks. That included a 17 point hammering of their rival, the Harbor Beach Pirates, at home 52 35 a week and a half ago. But Ubley stumbled on the road this past Tuesday as they fell short in double overtime to the Memphis Yellow Jackets for the second time this season causing this absolute logjam at the top of the Gritham East. It's funny, sometimes you just don't match up very well against another team, um, and Memphis seems to have Ubley's number. Uh, whatever they do seems to really give Ubley uh, trouble. So, anyways, that's kind of where you're at this year. Um, I remember a number of years ago, we beat Reese twice during the regular season. Reese won the league. And then we beat Reese in the districts. <laughs> so we had their number, yet for the season they were better than we were in the league. So it, sometimes it's just the way it works out. You just have somebody's number, and apparently Memphis has uglies this year. Sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. That's right. The Bearcats are led by a senior-sophomore tandem with Kyle Sweeney and Evan Bruski, both averaging 15.1 per game. Sweeney and Bruski account for over 60% of the team's scoring, with the rest coming from Matt Brandle with 8.3 and Braden Franzel at 5.6. 
The previous matchup between Brown City and Ubley, Sweeney and Pruski combined for 35 of Ubley's 45 points. That was enough for a four-point victory at home back on January 21st. I think we're going to see the same thing again tonight. First team to 45. These teams, Matt, you know, you look at paper, Hubley's got their two best players. Brown City has their two best players. I think what it's going to come down to is whose next group plays the best tonight and can put up the most points. Hubley has won their previous three games against Brown City. Their last loss was back in 2020, a month before the world shut down due to COVID-19. It's time for a short break. When we return, we'll take a look at the home team tonight, the Brown City Green Devils, as it is, in fact, parents' night here in Brown City as well. Keep it locked on. Sports Radio 1021 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Brown City hosting the Ugly Bearcats in the Greater Than Me Showdown right here on Sports Radio 1021 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Listen to the WLW Sports Network in more ways than ever before. Tune in Sports Radio 1021. Download the Cruise 102 app on your Android or Apple device. Listen live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. And now also listen in replay form at our website or wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from your Anger Valley Services courtside seats here in Brown City, Michigan. First time in 11 years for me broadcasting from Brown City. Like I said, I've, I've been here maybe once since graduating high school. Steve, you've been here once since about 1999. It's been a long time, but it's a cool place. I like it. It certainly is. And uh, based on the last of uh, some footage I was watching of old games, they actually turned the lights off for their uh, intros as well. Nice. So very, very many schools do that anymore. Ithaca, Sanford Meridian. Cass like City. Cass yeah. City brought the, the Come spotlight on, they brought back. it back this they year? They brought it back. Nice. You missed it. You're out in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, man. It's okay. It's okay. As we have, like we said, the Greyertham East is clear as mud. We have Brown City, Harbor Beach, and Ubley, each with two losses in divisional play. Ubley beat Harbor Beach twice this season already. Harbor Beach beat Brown City in Harbor Beach. They play next week. Harbor Beach has to go on the road against Brown City, Marlette, and Cape Hack. And there's another team in there. So there's a lot of different possibilities for how the Greer of the East is going to roll out. We talked about them two segments ago. But just in case you missed it, basically whoever wins out is going to be your champion. I don't think anybody can win out. I'm going to make that prediction. Okay. I don't think. I mean, again, Harbor Beach next week has to go to Memphis, has to go to Brown City. Uh, yeah, I just I, I really don't see anybody winning out. I think okay. yeah, it's going to be. I like I think it. it's going to be I interesting like right to the last game played in the league. From a broadcasting perspective, I love it. I absolutely love it. There's nothing better than that pre-March Madness feel. Well, again, from a coach's standpoint, man, you love being in the mix of it, and you got you know you got three teams, so you got three coaches that are right in the mix here. It just makes coaching fun. I mean, strategizing and trying to figure out, and then scoreboard watching as well yes. if we take care of business I guarantee a week ago Harbor Beach was thinking God I hope somebody gets 
Ugly. Well, it's happened, we so everybody's right back in it. Well, the Brown City Green Devils enter tonight with a 9-6 record, including winning four of their last five games. They lost Tuesday to Richmond here at home. In the Greer of the East, Brown City is 6-2. That's tied for first with Ubley and Harbor Beach. Their losses being to Harbor Beach and Ubley by four in five points each. Head coach for the Brown City Green Devils, Robert Hatton. His first year at Brown City, previously he was at Davison. During those eight years there, he went 93-74, and 74, a 556 batting average. The Brown City Green Devils are scoring 53.7 per game on offense. That is the fifth best offense in the Gratham Conference, three points behind the Bearcats, though. On defense, they're middle of the pack at number eight, six spots behind Ubley, though, at 46.6 points per game. Average margin of victory in favor of the Green Devils at 7.1 points. That is just under four points less, though, than the Ubley Bearcats. At Davison, Robert Hatton took over a program that just had one winning season in its previous seven years. After he took over, Hatton led Davison to five winning campaigns in nine seasons. So far, he's off to nearly a winning record in his first year at Brown City, seen at 9-6 and six so far. They lost to Richmond at home by nine points this week. The Green Devils haven't lost back-to-back games since December. If they want to avoid that, they'll have their hands full with a strong defensive team like the Ubley Bearcats tonight. Well, you got a new coach, so you got a new system, you got a new style of play. I mean, from a from a coach's standpoint, you're looking at it, and you're saying, all right, you know, I mean, when you've coached against Ron Rubel all these years, you kind of know what plays he wants to run in certain spots, how he wants to change it up defensively. New coach coming in, you don't have that same feel, so there's a little bit of uh, unknown here. A big thank you goes out to Mike Gallagher of the San Lai County News for hooking me up with Brown City Stats. He single-handedly saved me roughly 12 hours of prep work this week uh, for tonight's game. Brown City is led by their senior big man, Curtis Stanley, who is averaging 17.5 points per game at 6'6". Six six. Junior Gaden Muxlow is close behind at guard, who is posting 17.1, averaging four shots inside of the arc, two outside, and then going 8 of 11 on average at the free throw line a night. Yeah, Brown City seems like they always have a couple of really nice players. Um, you know, you average 17 points a game, that's that's filling it up a little bit. I mean, that's uh, better than most uh, <laughs> some teams do <laughs> for, for all their starters. But anyways, uh, I think, uh, again, we talked about it earlier, it's going to be the next tier of guys. I think the top line guys will do very well on both teams. It's going to be uh, that second group that uh, we're going to – that's where the game's going to be won and lost. Who steps up? Yeah, exactly. These guys are going to get their 17, right? Sweeney and Peruski are going to get theirs. It's what the next group does. Who's going to step up in that big spot? It's time for a short break in the W. Allen W Sports Network. Up next, we'll analyze the tail of the tape between the Ubley Bearcats and the Brown City Green Devils. Right here on your Harwood home, Price School Hoops, the W. Allen W Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. You're listening to the W. Allen W. Sports Network. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from Brown City, Michigan. The ever-elusive snake pit of Brown City. One of the most original gyms, oldest original gyms here in the Greater Thumb Conference. 
That means we figured out Cass City was one of the few with remaining wooden bleachers. Cass City's getting new bleachers after the season. Brown City, though, still rocking pretty much everything original in here. Yes. I think the paint's original. <laughs> they, may have, they may have painted that. I feel like it was a, a brighter green back in the day. <laughs> may have been. Now they have a few Michigan State grads in their administration. It's getting a little more close to that color. Drop the gold altogether. But anyway, let's talk about the tail of the tape for tonight. Ubley's season saw its nine-game win streak come to an end on Tuesday when they lost to Memphis in double overtime, 51-50. That loss turned the Greater Thumb East into an absolute mess with now a three-way tie for first between Ubley, Brown City, and Harbor Beach. The good news is the Bearcats bounce back the very next night at home against Caro, winning 57-38, led by Cal Sweeney, who decided to drop 23 points on the Caro Tigers. Three games in a week. Three games in five days. I don't care if you're in the NBA or if you're in the NCAA. That's a lot of basketball in a week. And it's not it, – it, the hard part isn't the physical part. The hard part's the mental part. And when you go on the road for two big games out of those three, man, that just creates some real difficulties. And I'm sure Coach Shorenson is, is definitely concerned about how his team's going to come out and really get started in this game. Because a lot of times you kind of play yourself into it. But you on don't a game have a like tonight, you don't have time to play into it on the third night in five games. Or five, third game in five nights. Brown City has won six of their last eight games, dating back to January 12th. Their two league losses are to Harbor Beach and Ubley, both on the road. The Green Devils are 3-0 and in, in home divisional games this season, winning on average by 16 in those three instances. Tonight, they look to avenge a four-point loss to Ubley, which would keep them in the race for the Greer of the East title. Home court's usually worth three to four points. Uh, that's what Ubley won by. I'm thinking this team's going to come right down to the very end. This is going to be wild. Head-to-head, -head, Brown City has the number five offense in the Greerthum Conference with 53.7 points per game. Ubley at number seven, averaging 50.9 per game. Green Devils by 2.8. On defense, Ubley enters tonight tied for the best defense in the Greerthum Conference with Cass City, allowing just 39.9 per game. Brown City has the eighth best at 46.6. On defense, statistically, it's Ubley by 7.7. .7. So if we're going by stats, in stats alone, the Ubley Bearcats are favored tonight by 3.8 points. It's now time for the Crystal Ball Forecast, presented by Sure Health, where better health makes for a better life. It's time you ask yourself, are you sure? While the current standings on the season are Steve Bone 3, Clark Ramsey 2, Las Vegas 1, and that means, Steve Bone, you get to go first tonight. You won last time. I think Ubley's defense is going to just win out in the end. So, But I think it's going to be extremely close. It is going to be a race to 45. I don't know if you've noticed that, but in the greater thumb east, first team to 45 seems to win. I got Ubley 45, Brown City 42. 45-42. Yes. So three-point victory in favor of the road team. I'm taking the home team. Nice. First time this year we've gone opposite directions. Brown City 43, <laughs> Ubley 42. <laughs> so I'm saying a one-point victory for the home team strictly because it is in Brown City. Hey, it's a tough place to play. <laughs> Las Vegas has the Ubley Bearcats favored by one and a half points. And again, just to repeat, Brown City hosts Harbor Beach on Monday, then at Sandusky on Wednesday. Ubley in divisional play remaining after tonight. They just travel to Marlette this coming Wednesday. Harbor Beach has Brown City, Memphis, and Marlette all on the road in the next seven days. 
It's time for one more short break. When we return, we'll have your starting lineups as well as your national anthem, all from Brown City, Michigan, right here on the WLW Sports Network. There may still be 10 days left in February, but it certainly feels like a hint of March Madness in the air. Last year we had March Madness in April and May. Might as well have it early this year. Yes. This is, hey, the end of February, first part of March. It's awesome. Little Thunderstruck playing. You know they're ready I to love go. It. I love it. Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone from Brown City tonight in a Greater Than Me showdown between Ubley and Brown City. We are located on the baseline on the right side of your radio. If you want to cover, depends what side you're, if you have the radio facing you or away from you, but. Yeah, it's hard to tell here. I call about a rendition of the Star Swingle Banner here in Brown City. I say he's going to sing for the Tigers something. <laughs> Very good. All right, it's time to meet your starting lineups for both the Brown City Green Devils, coached by Robert Hatton in his first year at the helm. Previously, the Davison head coach had five winning seasons in nine years there. Brandon Sorensen in his third year at head coach since 2020 for the Ubley Bearcats. Let's take you through those starting lineups. We'll start out with the OA team tonight, the Ubley Bearcats. Five foot 10 senior, number zero, Matt Brandy, Brandle. Six foot one senior, number two, Kyle Sweeney, co-leading scorer on the Ubley Bearcats along with sophomore Evan Bruski. Number 21 getting the start, that would be Evan Bruski, the 5'9 sophomore co-leading leading scorer with Kyle Sweeney. Number 23, this sophomore, six foot one sophomore, number 23, Seth Maurer, and the 5'9 freshman, number 24, Brayden Franzel for the Ugly Bearcats. For the Brown City Green Devils, 
Like we said, Robert Hatton, your head coach for the Brown City Green Devils. Number 10, a 5'10 uh, senior, Connor Cooper, the anticipated head start here and starting position as the lights go down in Brown City. And the theme from the yeah. Chicago Bulls fires up in the background. Let's listen Let's get up. Make some noise. Let's take it. I walked into it. I met at my wedding with this song, mind you. Very good. Yeah, thank you. 5'10 senior, number 10, Connor Cooper. 6'3 junior, number 13, Gaden Muxlow. 5'11 senior, number 23, with a fresh haircut, in fact, that would be Lucas Primo. Number 32, a 5'11 junior, Callan Hagee. And the six foot six senior, number 40, leading scorer for the Brown City Green Devils, Curtis Stanley. Your officials tonight, the law firm, Daryl Wainer, Brent Wainer, and Mike Delpierre. Wainer, Wainer, and Delpierre. Of course, coming off the fame of that article from Paul P. Adams from the Huron County View. Brown City in their home, white uniforms, green in devils across their chest, green numbers with a black outline, ugly in their road, black uniforms with a gray numbers orange outline, the Bearcat across their back on the tag. Curtis Stanley against Cal Sweeney, and the tip is won by the Green Devils, but the ball is still loose and picked up by Evan Peruski, and it's still loose all the way down to the opposite baseline. Moving left to right across your radio are the Green Devils. We played 10 seconds, first possession on offense. Into the hands of number 22, Clint Ford, actually, again, to start tonight. To the left wing, back to the top. Calling the shots here for the Green Devils. Over the right wing to Gaden Muxlow. At the right elbow, dribbles down to the baseline. That would be Callan Hagee. Into the corner, back to Muxlow. Muxlow dribbling against Evan Peruski. Over to the left wing to Clint Ford, 5'10 junior. High post to Curtis Stanley. Turns to the basket, nothing there. Over to the right wing to Connor Cooper. Cooper back to the top. To Clint Ford, over to the left wing, Gaden Muxlow dribbles inside, picks up his dribble at the left elbow. Skip pass over to the right wing, give and go at the right block, off the glass, in for two, and for Callan Hankey. Two nothing, Brown City leads the LB Bearcats with 7-0-3 left in the first quarter. Ubley over to the left wing. That would be number 24, Braden Franzel, the 5'9 freshman. Cal Sweeney gets the ball, resets the offense for the Ubley Bearcats over to the right wing to Matt Brandel. Brandel, not much motion here for the Ubley Bearcats, working around the perimeter to Evan Bruski, left wing, almost into the corner. Being guarded from a distance by Callan Hagee. The lone points tonight so far, we played 90 seconds. Franzel to Cal Sweeney, goes down the left side of the lane, off the glass, in for two points for Kyle Sweeney and the Bearcats. They're on the board with 6.23 remaining in the first quarter. Both teams starting out a man-to-man, doing a nice job. Both teams offensively being very patient, getting what they want. Over to the left wing to Connor Cooper. Cooper trying to feed it down to the low post. This one's stolen away. Aaron pass brought in by Kyle Sweeney for the Bearcats. Over to the right wing, Matt Brandle into the corner. Franzel for three. This one's good. Braden Franzel puts Ugly Bearcats out on top on a 5-0 run with six minutes remaining in the first quarter. 
Probably sophomores will be the difference in this game. <laughs> One way or the other. To the left wing. Into the hands of Hagee. Down to Stanley in the low post. Against Peruski. And he's against Seth Maurer, actually. And Stanley makes the easy hook shot for two points. It's 5-4. to four. Brown City trailing Ubley by one point. Five and a half remaining in the first quarter. Left wing, Franzel to Brandel to Sweeney, right wing. Right elbow, one dribble from Maurer. Inside the lane, Evan Bruski drives down, can't get the touch off the glass, no good, but Maurer gets the rebound on offense. It takes it back out to Franzel for the jump shot, and this is in for two points. Braden Franzel with five points. It's now seven to four, Ubley leading. 5.02 remaining in the first quarter. Brown City on offense over to the left wing. Callum Hagee feeds it down to Stanley. And comes right into us. Steve, you called that one. I did. I said we'd be in play here. And the officials didn't even ask if we're okay. No, he How dare care. they? No, we're good. Yeah. We are good. Ball goes out of bounds. It'll be Brown City ball. Stays on this side of the this side of your radio. Feeds it right into Gaden Muxlow. Can't get that one to fall from the free throw line. Gets his own offensive rebound. Three from the left wing from Cooper is no good. And we're going the other way. Top of the key to the high post to Maurer. Back out to Kyle Sweeney. Kyle Sweeney the low block. Kicks it into the corner to Brandle. He dives down the baseline. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Stanley. Here comes Brown City. Top of the key, Stanley, over to Muxlow. Gets a screen from Stanley at the free throw line. We have a whistle, and this will be a block called on the Ubley Bearcats. Ubley's going to have a really hard time with uh, Stanley's size inside. I'm assuming Brown City is really going to want to go there. Muxlow on the outside, Stanley on the inside. Falls on Evan Bruski, his first team source. Feeds it right inside, opposite block on the give and go. Into the hands of Likas Primo, and it's in for two points. We have a one-point ball game, 7-6, to six, ugly leading with 4.03 remaining in the first. Really nice pass from Stanley finding the cutter. To the right wing, Matt Brandle starts his dribble. To Maurer over to the left wing to Franzel. Franzel back to Evan Bruski. Pivots, now starts one dribble, passes it back to Franzel. Into the hands of Matt Brandle, left wing. Being guarded by Clint Ford. Back to Kyle Sweeney to the right wing, Franzel. Franzel, pump fakes. Twice starts his dribble around the perimeter, back to the top of the key. Over to the left corner to Matt Brandel. Probably trying to overload one side here. Brandel at the left wing, starts his dribble again. Kyle Sweeney at midcourt, leading by one point, seven to six, 320 remaining in the first quarter. Been one lead change, one tie in this ballgame so far. Brown City struck first. It's been ugly since as they tried to thread the needle down to the low post and it's stolen away by Gaden Muxlow. First turnover for the orange and black tonight. Muxlow back to the top to Clint Ford. Down to Stanley in the short corner. Picks up his dribble. He's in trouble. Has to skip pass over the right wing. Inside. Off the glass. Gets the home court advantage with Clint Ford making two points. And Brown City back on top. Eight to seven. And we have a push off. Actually a... A carry, it's going to be a travel against the Ubley Bearcats and Kyle Sweeney. So a little momentum shift here with 2.46 remaining in the first quarter. It's Brown City 8, 
of Lee Seven. Inbound is stolen away by the LB Bearcats. Evan Peruski in the left block can't hang on to his footing, and he traveled with it. Three turnovers for the Bearcats suddenly. As the Green Devils on a 4-0 run. Hubley's going to jump into a full-court press right here. Basically just a straight man, but see if they can surprise him. Cooper over to Ford, back into the hands of Stanley. And Stanley's pass cannot be brought in by Lucas Primo. Goes out of bounds. It'll be Hubley ball. So five sudden turnovers between the two teams in the first five and a half minutes here. Eight to seven. Brown City leading the Hubley Bearcats in Brown City. Franzel to the top, over to the left wing, Cal Sweeney. Cal Sweeney dribbling down to the left block, turns to the basket, puts the jump shot up, and it's in for two points. Cal Sweeney with four, Hubley with nine, Brown C at eight. Hubley staying with the full court pressure, just trying to put a little pressure on them, see if they can cause a turnover like they did in the last possession. Gaden Muxlow hands it off to Clint Ford. Ford over to Cooper, right wing. Hubley trying to trap him there, nothing there. Right wing, back to Muxlow, dives down the right side of the lane. The jump shot is off the glass, no good. Rebound brought in by Maurer for the Bearcats. Cal Sweeney pops the three, top of the key, rims in and out, no good. Rebound brought in by Cooper for the Green Devils. And here comes the green and white. Over to the right wing, gets a screen from Stanley. That would be Clint Ford. Ford gets the ball back to the right wing. Down to Stanley, double teamed there, he's stripped away, but it's scooped up. By Muxlow, he can't put that one in, and it's going to be out of bounds. Green and white jersey ball. Brown City inbound underneath their own basket. Colin Obruski will check in, replaces the sophomore Seth Maurer for the Bearcats. Connor Cooper sits down for the Green Devils. Replaced by big man 6'3", Garrett Maybe. Primo to Gaten Muxlow for three right wing. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Ubley's. Luke Vollmering, who just checked in the ball game as well. Cal Sweeney taking his time, resetting the offense over to Franzel into the hands of Luke Vollmering, left wing. Maybe guarding him over to the right wing. Evan Bruski, one minute remain in the first quarter. Ubley nine, Brown City eight. Evan Bruski takes the three. This one's no good. Rebound ripped down by Curtis Stanley. And here come the Green Devils, trailing by one point. Buxlow. To Ford, to Primo, left wing. The guard by Vollmering. Down to the left block, maybe. Back into the corner. Skip pass to the right wing with some mustard. Brought in by Ford. Ford's couple dribbles back to Muxlow. 30 seconds left. Going for last shot here. Trying to feed it down to Stanley instead. And we have a whistle on the floor before the shot. And this will be the second team foul for the LB Bearcats. And will go against Colin Obersky, his first. Brown City doing a really nice job moving the ball. And then screening across, bringing Stanley over, getting him the ball so they can't get a good double team on him there. Probably going with a little more size here. Mitchell Foot, six foot three sophomore, checks in. Brown City inbounds, nearly stolen away, but Muxlow saves it. Primo to Ford, left wing, 20 seconds left. Back to Primo, top of the key, dribbles to his right, hands it off to Muxlow. Being guarded by the much shorter Evan Peruski. Muxlow retreats to midcourt. Ten seconds remaining. Muxlow dribbling. 
trying to go through that ugly defense. For three seconds, for the three, left wing's no good. Maybe gets the putback. That one's no good. We've reached the end of the first quarter with a one-point ball game. It is ugly nine, Brown City eight, after eight minutes of play. Right here on the WLW Sports Network. starts out of the second quarter on offense and they're facing some zone pressure here from the Brown City Green Devils. Probably leading by one point, nine to eight. We had three lead changes in one time that first quarter alone. As Ubley tries to feed it down to Mitchell Foot inside the lane, this one's tipped away and it's stolen into the hands of Clint Ford. That's the fourth turnover for Ubley. I like that coming out of the time, out of the intermission there, out of two, three zone, change it up. Primo feeds it down to maybe goes right down the baseline. Too strong, though. Rebound ripped down by Cal Sweeney. That's a sixth rebound for Ubley tonight. Brown City has the save. Cal Sweeney left wing. Ball's flying around the entire perimeter, around the entire court so far tonight. Got to know Evan Bruski pretty well in that first quarter as he crashed into our booth here. Evan Bruski at the left wing to Cal Sweeney, top of the key at the free throw line. Pulls up for the left-handed jump shot, and it's good, it's good. It's a weak spot on that zone. Get to that free throw line. That'll be open. He has six points. Probably leading by three points, 11 to eight, as the game Muxlow layup is no good on the finger roll. Rebound ripped down by the Ubley Bearcats. Cal Sweeney for three, top of the key. This one's in and out, no good. Mitchell Foot can't bring in the rebound, and it's last touched by maybe. And so it'll be positively the Ubley Bearcats. Ball, and we have a 30-second timeout called by Robert Hatton in the Green Devils right here on the WLW Sports Network, 11-8, ugly by three. Twenty-five remains of the first half. It's Ubley 11, Brown City 8. Brown City coming out with a 30-second timeout. Ubley on offense. Evan Bruski at the right wing being guarded by Primo. Top of the key, Luke Vollmering. Back to Evan Bruski. Young roster out there for the Ubley Bearcats. Cal Sweeney and Cal Nobrski, the lone seniors. Everyone else, sophomore at best. Evan Bruski at the left wing. Top of the key to Maurer. To the right wing, Luke Vollmering. Balmering, pump fakes, two Kalnaburski, top of the key, at the high post, down to Cal Sweeney on the baseline, fadeaway jump shot, this one's no good, and ripped down by Gaden Muxlow for the Bear, or usually Green Devils. Curtis Stanley looked to the basket at the right wing, and he forgot to dribble with it first before taking off, so that will result in a turnover. First turnover this quarter, three in the night for Brown City, Ubley has four. Both teams doing a nice job defensively. Brown City's really, uh, they're back to man again, doing a nice job switching and kind of keeping uh, Sweeney and Peruski from being able to put it on the floor and get to the rim. Oberski over to Kyle Sweeney, dribbles into the free throw line, nothing there. This one's blocked by Gaden Muxlow and brought in by Gaden Muxlow. Really nice job keeping his feet on that shot fake, getting the block. Gaden Muxlow, quite the player, a six foot three junior and a guard. Excellent ball handler as well. 
And we have a whistle away from the ball. And that's going to be a foul on the Bearcats. We'll go against, I do believe that would be number 21, Evan Peruski. Yeah, he was he was holding him, trying to cut across the lane to get to the ball. They're being very aggressive. Both teams being aggressive defensively. That's Evan Bruski's second that's personal. Bruski's second. Puts him on the bench. Give him a second to cool off. Should get him back in. Brown City feeds into Muxville. Back out to Curtis Stanley for three. The left wing, no good. Long rebound ripped down by Braden Franzel for the Bearcats. 11 to 8. Probably leading by three points. 4.55 left in the second quarter. Luke Vollmering, top of the key to Maurer, to Kyle Sweeney, right wing. Muxlow guarding him from a distance. Oberski, high post. To the left wing, trying to feed the Cal Sweeney. Now they do at the left block. On the baseline, being guarded by Connor Cooper. Franzel, back to Maurer, to Luke Vollmering, right wing. Probably trying to spread things out now a little bit. Four and a half remains in the first half. Three-point lead for the Bearcats. Seth Maurer, to Luke Vollmering. Oberski, high post. Franzel, left wing. Nothing inside, so they try and work this one again. To the right wing, Kyle Sweeney starts his dribble down to the baseline, and we have a whistle well before any sort of shot. This is going to be a foul on the push against the ugly bear, or excuse me, against the Brown City Green Devils. Teams first, and the first against Callan Hagee. Top of the key, Luke Vollmering feeds it down to Callan Oberski, left wide open. There's the trees come down to meet him as the shot from from Seth Maurer's no good. Rebound brought in by Cal Sweeney. He makes that one count on the baseline. He has eight points, and it's a five-point lead, 13-8 to eight for the Ugly Bearcats. 3.55 remaining in the first half. Brown City's Clint Ford takes a three right wing. This one's rebound brought in by Luke Vollmering, pushing tempo now. Cal Sweeney with the mid-range jump shot. This one's good as well. He has ten points. He's heating up. And pushes the lead out to seven points, 15 to eight, three and a half to play. Brown City's gonna have to come up with a stop against Cal Sweeney, otherwise it could be a long night. Sweeney's picking up right where he left off against Carroll. Down to the low post to Curtis Stanley. Off the glass in for two points, he has four. Brown City with 10 points, stops the bleeding after a 8-0 run for the Ugly Bearcats to lead by five points now. Brown City's gotta go there more, they got uh... Probably don't have any answer for him there. If he gets it that deep, it's going to should be points. Franzel to Luke Vollmering, being guarded by Connor Cooper. Top of the key to Cal Sweeney. Down to the corner to Cal Oberski. Thought about taking the three, did not. Braden Franzel, top of the key, and we have a timeout called by Brandon Sorensen and the Bearcats. What, Steve Bone, what is Brandon Sorensen setting up here with 2.47 left in the second quarter? Bearcats lead by five points at Brown City. 15 to 10. Well, with Peruski out, what Brown City just did is they went full denial on Sweeney. So basically they're trying to make it a four-man game if they can take him out. So it's almost like a boxing one. It's not a boxing one, but they're they're trying to deny him all over and then play soft on the other guys. So my guess is, is uh, Coach Sorensen has got a little something he wants to run against that type of defense. Maybe they'll set some screens to free up Sweeney. Sometimes you let Sweeney, the guy that they're denying, you let him be the screener. That frees somebody up. Then they have to make a switch, and then he can get open. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good chess game. I like what's going on here. Um, Brown City's uh, missing some shots they probably shouldn't miss, so they're down five right now. 
Kyle Sweeney averages 15 points per game. He already has 10 in the first 14 minutes to play. Ubley will inbound with 2.47 remaining in the first half. Leading 15-10 over the Brown City Green Devils. Braden Franzel at the right block. Puts it off the glass. This one's too strong. Rebound ripped down by Curtis Stanley, the big man for Brown City. And here come the Green Devils. Trailing by five points at home. Quint Ford over to the left wing to Gaden Muxel. Takes a long three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Brown City, but it's stolen away by Kyle Nobersky. He can't hang on to it. It'll be Brown City ball. 2.21 now remains in the second quarter. Brown City will inbound on their side of the court. Brown City's had some good looks from the arc, and they're 0 for 6. One of them's going to go down, that's for sure. Buxlow feeds it over to Clint Ford, left wing. Skip pass to the right wing to Primo. Primo back out to Connor Cooper, top of the key to Clint Ford. Back to Muxlow against Kyle Sweeney. Skip pass to the right corner to Gaten Muxlow for three. This one's no good. And rebound and ripped down by Kyle Sweeney for the Bearcats. Five-point lead for the Bearcats on the road. Win tonight. Secure, or pretty much secure, at least a share of the Greer Thumese title. Braden Franzel, top of the key, being guarded from a distance by Curtis Stanley. Over to left wing to Seth Maurer. Maurer to Luke Vollmering at the left elbow, dribbles down the left side of the lane. Down the baseline would be Braden Franzel, kicks it back out to Luke Vollmering to Seth Maurer. Seth Maurer does not dribble, hands it off to Kyle Sweeney. 90 seconds remain here in the second quarter. Luke Vollmering being guarded by Stanley. Back up to Seth Maurer to Braden Franzel. Gaden Muxlow guarding him. Top of the key, Kyle Noberski. Kyle Sweeney, all right, with 10 points, goes down the baseline, and we have a foul. And this will be on the floor against Brown City, just the second team foul for the Green Devils. And they'll go against number 23, Lucas Primo, his first. Sweeney's really expending a lot of effort trying to, <laughs> yes, get, he is. Trying to get open. And I think Brown City's got a couple different guys that they can put on him. Um, again, it's third game in five nights. Might see this uh, in the second half. New man in for the Bearcats to be number 11, Ty McPherson, a 5'9 senior. Gives Kalinowski a breather. McPherson at the left wing. Top of the key, Luke Vollmering. Back to McPherson. Dribbles around the perimeter. 50 seconds left, 5-0. Luke Vollmering right wing. Gets Connor Cooper. Top of the key to Matt Brandle. Brandle at the free throw line. The jump shot it bounces twice and falls. In for two points. That's Brandle's first points. 17 to 10 now. Ubley leading by seven points. Curtis Stanley into the corner to Connor Cooper. Back out to Clint Ford. Back to Cooper in the corner again. 25 seconds left. Gaden Muxlow, left wing. Starts his dribble. Back to Clint Ford. Thought about taking the three, and he traveled with it. That will be the fourth turnover for the Green Devils. Both teams with four turnovers. 19.1 seconds left. Inbound to Kyle Sweeney. Facing some pressure from Clint Ford and the Green Devils. Probably can't hang on to it as they try and pass it over to Matt Randall. Goes out of bounds. Fifth turnover for the Bearcats. Gives the ball back to the Green Devils. Trailing by seven points with 13 seconds remaining in the first half. Brown City's got 10 points. They just can't make anything. 0 for 7 from the arc, and they've had good looks. 
Top of the key, Curtis Stanley, two seconds left. Connor Cooper for three in the right corner, knows good. And we've reached halftime with a seven-point lead for the Ugly Bearcats over the Green Devils of Brown City. 17-10 after two quarters of play right here on the W. LW Sports Network. Ugly by seven points on the road. It's halftime in Brown City. We just had a performance by the Brown City Winter Guard. Doing a great job out there, all five of them. Quite the performance from uh, Bonnie Tyler's I Need a Hero. It was very good. I was uh, didn't know quite what to expect, but uh, once it got going, it was pretty good. It took you right back to the days of Footloose and uh, your days of high school there, Steve? Yeah, I, like I said, it was kind of some, you know, 82 stuff, and I liked it. Well, it's 17 to 10. Ubley leads by seven points at halftime over the Brown City Green Devils. It was nine to eight. Ubley leading by one point at the end of the first quarter. Brown City had two total points in that entire second quarter. Ubley packed in eight points to take a seven-point advantage into the halftime locker rooms. 17 to 10 is your score. The Ubley Bearcats led by senior Kyle Sweeney with 10 points, five points for Braden Franzel, the freshman, and two points for Matt Brandle, a senior. For the Brown City Green Devils, they're led by the big man, six foot six, Curtis Stanley, with four points. Two points in each quarter. Two points then each for Callan Hagee, Lucas Primo, and Clint Ford. Gaden Muxlow still with no points. No free throws attempted by either team after two quarters of play. Ubley with five turnovers, Brown City with four. Rebounding very close as well. Ubley with 11 rebounds, Brown City with 10. Ubley with nine defensive, two offensive glass. Brown City with seven and three. Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? Well, this game's extremely close. I mean, like you said, the turnovers are the same. Rebound is the same. Uh, number of shots are basically the same. Differences is Ubley's made a few. Um, Brown City was 5'11 inside the arc at 45%. Again, uh, you got uh, four points there from Stanley. Uh, they just need, he, he's got to get the ball more in that low block. Uh, and then outside the arc, they had... God, six of the eight that they shot were really good looks, and they missed all of them. So they're 0 for 8 from the arc. That's not going to continue in the second half, and if it does, then uh, they cannot win missing that. So anyways, they shot 5 of 19 for 26%. That's basically the difference in the game because Ubley was 7 of 12 for 58% inside the arc, um, and most of that came in the first quarter, and then they were 1 of 4 for 25% outside the arc. So 8 of 16, 50%. Again, uh, 16 shots and a half, pretty low. Both teams are being very patient offensively. Both defenses are playing very hard. They're switching. They're, they're not giving anything easy to anybody. And uh, both teams are, you know, well coached, and they're not going to shoot it until they get what they want. Uh, unfortunately for Brown City, when they get what they want, they have, you know, they've they missed some inside. They've had some good looks outside. They just haven't made them. So um, I would think uh, Muxlow, I mean, normally you don't hold good players down the whole game. So... And then from Ubley's standpoint, uh, Peruski went on the bench with five minutes to go in the second quarter, and they actually increased their lead. So you saved him. He's got two fouls, and uh, now he can come back and go uh, he can go hard right from the get now. Gaden Muxlow averages 17.1 per game. Currently, he has zero. Curtis Stanley, who averages 17 and a half, he has four. For the other Bearcats, Kyle Sweeney has 10 points, leading the Bearcats 
Braden Franzel 5, Matt Brandle 2. So what do you expect to see here in the second half? I'd like to think Brown City might shoot a little bit better. Browns, probably though, shooting 50% on the road in Brown City. Yeah, I mean, Coach Gainford's always had a saying coming out of halftime. First three minutes will dictate this game, and it's especially true from Brown City's standpoint. They're down seven. They go, wow, it's only seven points. Well, you've only got ten. So, I mean, <laughs> but they are not going to hit me. I know they're not going to end up with 20 points when this game's over. They're going to get it going, but again, so is Ubley. Um, so this first three minutes is pretty big for Brown City. They need to make some baskets, get a little confidence going, get back in this thing. Ubley will start out there with their starters. Matt Brandle, Kyle Sweeney, Evan Peruski, Seth Maurer, and Braden Franzel. For the Brown City Green Devils, they have Callan Hagee, Clint Ford, Gaden Muxlow, Connor Cooper, Curtis Stanley with the give and go in for two points right away. He has six points. Brown City strikes first blood in the second half. It's a five-point ball game, 17 to 12. And Brown City going to come out in a full-court press. They're in a 1-3-1 full-court press, and they got and a 10-second call. 10-second violation. That is the sixth turnover for the Ubley Bearcats this evening. Again, exactly what we said. The first three minutes is so key, especially when you're behind. you got to get off to a good start. This is a great start for them right here. Brown City inbounds into the hands of Clint Ford. Ford being guarded by Kyle Sweeney across midcourt, left to right across your radio, or right to left. Doesn't matter tonight. We're on the baseline. As Brown City tries to feed it down to Gaden Muxlow, he kicks it into the corner to counter Cooper on the save. Back out to Callan Hagee. Hagee to Clint Ford, and he traveled with it. Five turnovers for Brown City now. 17 to 12, five-point lead for the LB Bearcats. Brown City's going to stay in that 1-3-1 uh, full-court press. Evan Peruski over to Franzel. Franzel picks up his dribble and is stolen away into the hands of Curtis Stanley. Stanley can't hang on to it. It's going to be Brown City ball. Again, caused another turnover. That pressure's really giving Ubley tough time. Two trips up to the court, two turnovers for Ubley. Yep. Clint Ford will inbound underneath their own basket. Left side of radio. It back out to the top to Callan Hagee. He takes the three. This one banks it in. Banks it in from the behind the arc. Callan Hagee puts in a 5-0 run now for the Brown City Green Devils. As a two-point ball game. And Brown City just picked up another steal on the full court press. Down to Curtis Stanley at the left block. Starts his dribble. Nothing there. Connor Cooper back out. And we have a travel. Cooper traveled with it. Not sure about that. Always got to call timeout. They got to work on that press break, figure out that 1 3 1. So you just said it right there. Ubley having, we saw Ubley take care of any really opponent based on their pressure on the full court, against, especially against Hyber Beach. Now it seems like Brown City is doing the same to them to start the second half. Yes, and Brown City is really big. They're long, and it's giving them trouble. Um, Ubley's got to get the ball up the floor. I mean, they're trying to do it with their guards. they got to flash somebody, maybe run somebody a little bit deep, enter it down the floor, then get it back to their guards. Um, probably have to have one of the – again, you got two ball handlers. That third one's going to have to come into play here to help break this press. So now it's just suddenly a two-point ball game with 6.44 remaining in the third quarter. Brown City starting out this quarter on a 5-0 run. Ubley with three turnovers. It's amazing how this game works. Brown City had eight good looks from the arc. Didn't make any in the first half. And the first one they make in the second half, they bank it in, and it was, it was pretty ugly. But it, it went in. It was very ugly. <laughs> it went in. That's all that matters. Franzel back up to Evan Peruski, left wing. 
Top of the key to Cal Sweeney. Dribbles into the right elbow. Into the corner to Brandel, and it's kicked by Clint Ford, and this will be ugly ball in front of their own bench, right side of your radio. Brown City's in a 1-3-1 on their half court now. They're trapping the corners. They're being very aggressive, really extending out. To the left wing, excuse me, right wing, Cal Sweeney into the left wing, into the left corner for Franzel. Three, this one's long, no good. Rebound brought in by Gade and Muxlow. Here comes Brown City trying to tie this one, if not take the lead. They trail 17-15 to to Ubley. Into the corner, Clint Ford back up to Curtis Stanley. To the left wing, into the corner, Connor Cooper. Cooper being guarded by Franzel, starts to dribble down to the the high post, down to the low post to Curtis Stanley. Couple dribbles, high off the glass, in for two points. We are tied at 17. 7-0 run to start this quarter for the Green Devils, 5-51. Just keep going there, they got no answer. And we have a foul called on the full court press. This will go against number 13, Gated Muxlow, his first, team's first in the second half. 5.45 left in the third, 17 all. First tie we've had since the first quarter. Brown City standing at 1-3-1. And it's giving doubly troubles. Passing lanes are suddenly gone. Over to Cal Sweeney, right wing. Top of the key to Evan Bruski. Goes down the left side of the lane. Flinched this one up. This one's no good. The long rebound brought in by Cal Sweeney. Keeps possession alive. Ball's on the floor, and we have a foul called on the Brown City Green Devils. Foul goes against, I do believe, Clint Ford. The Brown City announcer is very excited for anything Brown City. Everything else is a mumble-jumble. Yeah, <laughs> Evan Peruski in the corner for the long, they're saying three. That's a three for Evan Peruski. Puts Ubley on the board for the first time this half. Evan Peruski's first points tonight, 20-17. to 5.05 remaining in the third quarter. 20-17, to 17, Ubley by three points. Counter Cooper into the right corner to the high post, to the low post to Gaden Muxler, who dribbles it back out to the left wing, top of the key. At the free throw line, puts up the floater. This one's in for two points. Gave Muxlow's first points tonight. 20 to 19. It's unbelievable what'll happen when you just get one to go. He might go off for about six in a row now. Ubley facing pressure. And we have a kicked ball out of bounds at midcourt. Ubley ball right at midcourt. 4.35 left in the third quarter. Ubley 20, Brown City 19. Cal Sweeney gets the ball in the backcourt. Across midcourt, left to right across your radio. Over to the right wing. Matt Brandle dribbling against Primo. Picks up his dribble into the corner to Cal Sweeney against Muxlow. Gets a screen from Peruskis. Brown City switches. They're in a man-to-man offense, or defense suddenly. Evan Peruski, left wing, starts his dribble. 4.05 remains in the third. One-point ball game, ugly by one. Franzel goes up for the shot. He is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line. This foul will go against Clint Ford, his second, team's third. It's a really good take. Got it on the baseline. Got that first step on him. Goes all the way to the basket. Can go shoot a couple free throws. 73% free throw shooter for the season, Matt Brandle. 27 of 37. Now he's 28 of 38. Makes the first one. 4.03 remains in the third quarter. It's a two-point ball game at the moment, 21 to 19. Second free throw, no good. Rebound brought in by Brown City. 
Top of the key, Gaden Muxlow. 21-19, Ubley leading. Down to Curtis Stanley in the double team there, and we have a foul before the shot. And this will go against Ubley. Teams first this second half. Foul goes against Lucas Primo. Yeah, trying to get it down low, and he just Excuse me, no. cut underneath him. Seth Maurer had the wrong team there. Yep. Stolen away by Evan Bruski in transition. Goes up for the shot, and it's, the layup is good. Bruski with five suddenly. Pushes the ugly lead out to four points, 23-19. to 19. Six turnovers for Brown City. Primo at the left wing. Evan Bruski making a big difference here once on the court. Curtis Stanley with a jump shot mid-range is good, and we have a timeout called. It's a full timeout on the W. LW Sports Network, 23-21, ugly by two points, 3.27 left in the third quarter. Turnover to start coming out of that timeout as Brown City gives it out to Gaten Muxlow for three, and we have our first lead change in quite some time. It's now 24-23. Brown City leads by one point with 3.09 remaining in the third quarter. Probably trying to break the pressure. They do. Cal Sweeney down to Seth Maurer. Back out to Braden Franzel, top of the key. Evan Peruski back to Cal Sweeney, slows things down. 24-23, a 5-0 run currently for Brown City. 2.47 left in the third quarter. Top of the key to the right wing. To the high post. Nothing there from Maurer. Gives it back to Evan Peruski for the jump shot from the free throw line. Rattles out. No, that was halfway down and out. No good. Rebound brought in by Curtis Stanley. 2.29 left in the third quarter. Primo at the left wing to Cooper to the right wing to Clint Ford directing traffic trying to feed it down to Muxlow against the much shorter Evan Bruski. One dribble, nothing there. Back out to Ford. And a miscommunication right back into the hands of Evan Bruski. Matt Brandle to Cal Sweeney. He's fouled. Count the basket and one for the senior. He has 12 points trying to make it 13. Obli back out on top. 20, 25-24 now with 2.08 remaining in the third quarter. It's a really nice pass by Matt Brandle, finding Sweeney in transition off of that turnover. Try and go for the old-fashioned three-point play, and they do. It's 26-24. 26-24, probably by two points. Two minutes remain in the third quarter. Trying to hang on to their, this, through a stalemate of the greater than east, we have a whistle. As Curtis Stanley getting the face of, of Kyle Sweeney as they were, there's a foul called. Foul will go against Kyle Sweeney. That is his first as the natives are a little bit restless here in Brown City. I like it. Minute 57, first time we've seen so many energy from either team <laughs> in, in a few broadcasts here. So maybe checks in, replaces Curtis Stanley, gives him... A moment to cool his head. Yeah, he shouldn't be uh, wolfing at the other player like that. Uh, Especially good, after the good, player got called yeah, for the foul. Right. Officials, officials kind of keep a closer eye on you then. Cooper back out to gain Muxel top of the key. 
Luxlow against Evan Peruski. Trying to dribble past him, nothing yet. Back over to Cooper, left wing. Primo. To Clint Ford into the corner, Cooper. Cooper to maybe left elbow, right wing, down to the low post to gain Muxlow. This one's denied by Evan Peruski, out of bounds. Brown City ball. Evan Peruski with some strong defense so far. Peruski does a really nice job on the bigger player. Boy, he just he just roots him out, roots him out, roots him out, gets in front, really makes it really difficult to get him the ball down there. Brown City inbounds, top of the key, and it goes right out of bounds as maybe was not looking at the pass whatsoever. And the flowing locks of hair from Primo throws it right out of bounds. Eight turnovers for Brown City. Eight turnovers for Ubley. Excuse me, nine. Kyle Sweeney, left right across the radio, across midcourt to Evan Peruski. Leading 26-24, can't hang on to it. Kicks it back out to Kyle Sweeney. 4-3, it's blocked by David Muxlow, and we have a foul on the rebound. And this will go against Matt Brandle, his first. Substitution, Curtis Stanley checks back in. Third team foul for the Ubley Bearcats. I have a feeling this one's going to come down right to the wire there, Steve. Yeah, what makes this is exactly what not, we thought when we walked in the gym. Not sure why I think that, but it's 26-24, <laughs> ugly by two points. Or left wing, Connor Cooper. Down to Curtis Stanley, left block against Cal Sweeney. The hook shot is up. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by who else? Evan Bruski. And we have a whistle, and it goes out of bounds. Can't hang on to it. And this will be another turnover for the Ellie Bearcats as Cal Sweeney's can't bring it in, and it's Brown City ball underneath their own basket, trailing by two points with 58 seconds left in the third quarter. 26 Ubley, 24 Brown City. Muxlow will inbound for the Green Devils. Into the corner to Clint Ford, back right into Muxlow against Maurer. The hook shot is no good. Not enough arc on that one. Hits the front of the iron. Rebound brought in by Ubley. Kyle Sweeney, top of the key to Randall, to left wing to Franzel. Brandsel, 45 seconds left. Back to Brandel at the free throw line. Jump shot is up. This one's off the mark. Rebound brought in by Primo for the Green Devils. 35 seconds left here in the third. 26-24, Ubley by two. Left wide open. Clint Ford takes a three. This one's no good. Rebound offensive for Curtis Stanley. Stanley at the right block. Nothing there. Puts it off the glass. In for two points. We are tied at 26. Twenty-six all in the waning moments of the third quarter. Ten seconds remain. Ubley on offense. Cal Sweeney, top of the key, over to the right in the left corner, down the baseline. Matt Franzel is fouled on the block by Primo. This will be Primo's second, team's fourth. Excuse me, fifth actually. Says his third. So he sits down. Callan Hagee checks in instead. So Kyle Sweeney will inbound underneath Ubley's own hoop. 3.4 seconds left. Out to Franzel. One second left. And he gets the three off. This one's off the mark. We have reached the end of the third quarter with a tie ball game. 26 to 26 right here on the WLW Sports Network. The fourth quarter coming up next.
Eight minutes remain. We have a tie ball game at 26 apiece. As we appreciate the local hospitality playing Sweet Caroline for us. Nice. Whether that's for us or not, we'll take it. As I'm missing a point somewhere here for Brown City as well. We'll catch that at some point. 26 all. Ubley starts out on offense to start this fourth quarter. Inside, Kyle Sweeney with the small bunny makes it count. He has 15. Now Ubley's going to come out in their 1 3 1 zone, switch it up against Brown City. Brown City feeding wide open Curtis Stanley at the right block in for two points. As he makes it in tie ball game once again. Four ties, five lead changes in this ball game. Kyle Sweeney is blocked to this rip down. They're going to say it's a jump ball, possession arrow anyway in favor of Brown City. Yeah, Sweeney went right into his chest and he just stayed right with him and just <laughs> basically took it from right above his head. Hubbley's going to stay in their zone. A little surprised. I just, I don't know. Brown City's so much bigger, they can go over the top of the zone like they did the last possession. Curtis Stanley with 14 now. Gaden Muxlow takes a three right wing. This one's short. Rebound still loose, and it's going to be a Brown City ball. 6.55 left in the fourth, 28 to 28. Brown City inbounds underneath your own basket, left side of your radio. Quick inbound, quick three from Clint Ford. He has five points now, 31-28. 6.44 remaining in regulation. Ubley trying to face, or trying to break through that press, and they are going to, Brown City will be called for the foul as Evan Brewski dribbled through a few screens there. This will be the 16th foul for Brown City, the first against Curtis Stanley. The press is giving a lot of trouble. A ton I mean, of trouble. I, mean, I know it's not on TV, but if you can see it, up, or Brown City's got five guys all up around the half court. There's uh, two guys standing on here at the baseline. They could get it to 31-28, Brown City leads by three points. Now had six lead changes in this ballgame. To the right wing, into the corner, to Cal Sweeney against Muxlow. Ball goes out of bounds. They're going to say off the knee of Muxlow. Brown City back in their man, playing them really tough. Good switching. Thirty-one twenty-eight. Brown City leading. Ubley on offense gets the inbound. Resets the offense top of the key. Ty McPherson over to the right wing to Evan Beruski, trying to get Kyle Sweeney open there. Nothing there though. Top of the key to Luke Valmering back to McPherson and he traveled with it. Eleven turnovers for Ubley now. Defensive pressure, defensive pressure, just makes everybody go a little quicker than they want to go. That's six turnovers this second half alone. Cooper to Stanley, top of the key. Back to Cooper, right wing. Probably extending their defense now. Over to left wing to Clint Ford, back to Cooper. Cooper into the corner to Primo. 
And Garby Sweeney. Skip pass over to the left wing to Muxlow. Muxlow against Soberski. Gets a screen from Clint Ford. Picks up his dribble to the right wing, Cooper. Cooper, one dribble, feeds it down to Curtis Stanley. Nothing there. Back out to Primo. Down the baseline. Skip pass into the opposite corner. Game Muxlow. He goes down. Baseline. The floater's up. No good. Rebound brought in by Connor Cooper. Back open to Gaden Muxlow for three in the corner. This one's good. Eight points for Gaden Muxlow. 34-28, a six-point lead with 5.06 remaining in the fourth quarter. And Muxlow nearly came in with the steal as well. This one instead goes out of bounds. It'll be ugly ball. And we have a timeout called by Brandon Sorensen and the Bearcats with 5.02 remaining in the fourth quarter. We'll stick with you. So what are we seeing here, Steve Bone? Obviously a lot of pressure on that full court press, but a lot more than that, I think, the fact that Brown City is playing inside out is starting to open up the outside shots. Definitely. They're going inside to Stanley, and, and Ubley has to collapse on him to keep him from getting easy baskets, and now that's opening it up for Muxlow. Again, Brown City had some nice looks in the first half, just didn't make them, and now they're you know they're knocking them down now, which you knew was going to happen. They were going to make some shots. But I think the biggest change in the game has been uh, Brown City going with that press. I mean, Ubley is just really having a hard time getting the ball up court and when they do I mean they've just had to really work hard this whole half to even get the ball in the offensive end and then when they get in the offensive end you know the defense again is really strong um, Brown City's just long and and Muxlow's in passing lanes and and um, oh <laughs> I knew it forget his name but Ramsey or no Stanley I mean that's me yeah, I'm Ramsey yeah, yeah you're Ramsey but you're long too <laughs> so if you were out there you'd be giving the same pressure that Brown City is but yeah Stanley's length Muxlow's length um, and then uh, you know tenacity of Brown City that this whole half has been uh, very good very good and Ubley's playing extremely hard too it's been a great game Ubley on an or excuse me Brown City on an 8-0 run the last three minutes of play makes this 28-34 Excuse me, 34-28, Brown City by six points. Ty McPherson, right wing, starts his dribble back up to the top to Luke Palmer. To Kyle Sweeney, left wing, dribbling against Gaden Muxlow. Oberski to the right wing, Evan Peruski. Goes down to the lane. This one is in for two points for Evan Peruski. He has six points. Four and a half to play in regulation. Stops the bleeding for that 8-0 run from Brown City. Connor Cooper, right wing against McPherson. 4-19 remains. Four-point ball game. 34-30, Brown City on top right now. Connor Cooper for three right wing. This one's no good. Hits the top of the backboard, goes out of bounds, and it will be Brown ugly ball. Brown City going to stay in their press. 4-09 remains in the fourth. 34 for Brown City, 30 for Ubley on offense. Evan Bruski picks up his dribble in the backcourt over to McPherson across midcourt. There's the trap, comes in. He's in trouble. Kicks it into the corner to Kyle Oberski. Oberski back to McPherson to Evan Bruski. Resets the offense into Hank Kyle, Kyle Sweeney's hands. Luke Vollmering to Evan Bruski. Pump fakes against Curtis Stanley. Back to Oberski to McPherson right wing. Giving dive down to the opposite block. Evan Bruski picks up his dribble behind the backboard. Can't get to fall, but rebound brought in by... That'd be Luke Vollmering. He is fouled on the floor, but this will be a one-in-one scenario. It's a big rebound right there. That's a huge rebound. And the fourth foul against Lucas Primo for Brown City. 
So at the free throw line, Luke Vollmering shooting one and one. He is a 55% free throw shooter on five of nine free throws this entire season. That's going to hurt Brown City a little bit because Luke Primo is really getting after it defensively, giving a lot of trouble, especially in the press and even in the half court. And the free throw for Luke Vollmering is good, so we have a buy one, get one sale going on now. It's the second free throw, 34-31. 3.36 remaining in the fourth quarter. Second free throw is no good. Rebound ripped down by Gaden Muxlow. So one for two on that trip. Three-point ball game, 34-31. Probably scores three straight points there. And we have a 30-second timeout called by Robert Hatton of the Brown City Green Devils with 3.25 remaining. 30-second timeout. We'll stick with you. 34-31, three-point lead for the Brown City Green Devils. Probably staying in their 1-3-1 one, one press. Again, now they're behind. Um, they, they trapped it there, that first pass on the wing. They went down over on the 1-3-1. One, one. They trapped it. Uh, Coach had called a quick timeout. Identified that that's probably going to be their strategy to trap corners. Um, Hubbley only has three team fouls, so they can really go after the ball hard. You get a foul, so what? Take it out. We're going to go after you again. So you can be really aggressive on it. So that's... Uh, Coach Hatton, that's what he's, uh, he's going to draw something up to attack them back. 34-31. Brown City at home with a three-point lead over the LB Bearcats. 3.25 left in regulation. They inbound to Curtis Stanley. He can't hang on to the ball. Stolen by Evan Bruski. Going coast to coast with it, and it's in for two points. It's a one-point ball game. First turnover this quarter for Brown City. 34-33. Evan Bruski with eight points. 310 remains. Skip pass down to the underneath the basket. Counter Cooper goes up for the shot. Count. They're going to say the foul was oh. before the shot. Oh. They're going to say the foul was before the shot. Veteran official Daryl Winters calling that one. And it was. It was. It was. That's a good call. But boys, in today's game, a lot of the officials are, <laughs> they watch the NBA. They count that. Kyle Sweeney's second. Inbound to. Clint Ford. Ford over to Gaden Muxlow against Kyle Sweeney with a one-point lead, 34-33. 5-0 run for the LA Bearcats as Curtis Stanley can't get either shot to fall for him inside of the two feet. Wow, that was a mix-up on defense. He was left wide open and then missed it, and then they blocked it. Sweeney got a hand on the second one. At the right wing, Kyle Sweeney trying to retake this lead with two and a half to play. 34 for Brown City, 33 for Ubley. Kalaburski over to Ty McPherson, left wing. Being guarded by number 32, that'd be Callan Hagee. McPherson to Oberski, top of the key to the right wing. Evan Bruski looks to the clock, 2.20 remains. Luke Vollmering to Cal Sweeney at the left wing against Cooper. Gets a screen from Bruski. Now switches defense. Evan Bruski dribbles around the perimeter, nothing there. Two minutes remain. We have a one-point ball game. Ty McPherson, right wing. Big guard by Gaden Muxlow. Into the corner. Evan Bruski at the right block. Fadeaway jump shot. Cannot fall. Brought in by Curtis Stanley. That one hung on the rim. 34-33. Brown City still leading. Clint Ford to counter Cooper. Back out to Ford. Goes into the short corner. Nothing there. Back out to Cooper. Cooper to Stanley. To Muxlow at the right wing against Bruski. Starts his dribble. Guards him from five feet. 
Drives to the basket, nothing there. Dribbles back out to Cooper, top of the key, back to Muxlow. Evan Bruski reaches in, and he's going to be called for the foul. That'll be his third, team's fifth. One more foul to give before free throws for Ubley. So out there for the Brown City Green Devils, Aiden Muxel inbound, Connor Cooper, Clint Ford, Curtis Stanley, and Lucas Primo with four fouls. For the Ubley Bearcats, Evan Bruski, Cal Oberski, Braden Franzel, Luke Vollmering, and Kyle Sweeney. Primo at midcourt starts his dribble. Nothing there, gives it over to Connor Cooper right wing, being guarded by Franzel. Around the perimeter to the left wing, Clint Ford feeds it down to, that would be Muxlow. Primo at the right wing now has it. Starts his dribble, hands it off to Curtis Stanley. Skip pass the left wing, one minute remains. With a one-point lead, 34-33. Feeds it down to Gaden Muxlow. He is getting, there's a foul called against Ubley on the reach around or over top. This will go against number 21, Evan Peruski. That doesn't seem right, but that's who it was, yeah. His fourth. Yep. So fourth personal for Evan Peruski. That really changes up what they can do defensively here. Primo back to Muxel, top of the key. And Franz will be called for the foul as he went in for the steal. This will put Gaden Muxel to the free throw line, shooting one and one, as that's the seventh team foul for the LB Bearcats. Yeah, with a minute to go, I mean, it puts yourself in a tough spot. You're only up one. You're thinking, well, do we go score or do we kind of hold on? Uh... I'm assuming Muxlow is one of their best free-throw shooters. 77% free-throw shooter. Typically goes 8 of 11 on the night. First free-throw is good. Now it's a two-point ball game, 35-33. I think if I'm uh, Brown City, I stay right in that press. I'm going to stay right after. I'm not going to let them have free bring it up the floor. Free-throw, two for two on that trip. 36-33. Kind of just some token man-to-man -man pressure. They fall back, man-to-man, -man, up three. Kyle Sweeney starts his dribble around the perimeter. Trailing by three points, 36-33. In the corner for, th for the third. Well, they're calling it a three. They're calling it a three from Evan Bruski. We're tied at 36. Bruski coming alive. All of his points in the second half. He has 11. You're going to see Muxlow against... Peruski right here. This will be your ball game. Muxlow with 18 seconds left. Being guarded by Evan Peruski. He's two feet from midcourt. Clear it out. Trying Curtis go. Stanley gets a screen. Muxlow inside. He can't hang on to it. Goes out of bounds, but Kyle Noberski can't hang on to it. So Brown City will inbound with eight seconds remaining. We have a timeout called by Robert Hatton and the Brown City Green Devils. A full timeout. 36-36. Brown City will inbound underneath their own basket. Well, you got such a size advantage. I mean, you could definitely could go over the top of them to either Stanley or Muxlow, whatever he decides to do. you got eight seconds, so you can run whatever you want to run. Um, I think they go for a quick hitter to score a basket. If not, get it to uh, Muxlow on top, then kind of let him go one-on-one, -on -one, just like they just did, see if he can get it to the basket. Uh, on the other side of it, Ubley's going to play zone on this inbounds, i got to believe. I don't think they're going to go man. I think, I think they'll play. They're going to go 2-3 zone on the out-of-bounds. They're going to stay in that 2-3 zone so they can't be taken advantage of. Muxlow's a, a, he's a tough guard. He's so big, he's going to get his shot. So they might be, uh, if they 
don't want to give up anything inside on the on the inbounds play. And then once they have to run the offense, uh, if you can hold them to a jump shot from outside, you've kind of done your job. So I think the thing you really got to be careful of here is you got to box out on the rebound because you don't need to miss and somebody just to come through, grab it, put it in at the buzzer because you think that's going to be the last shot of the game. Albany went on an 8-0 run to tie the ball game in the three minutes to make this 36-36. Inbound to Curtis Stanley. Can't get the shot to fall. Cal Sweeney gets the oh rebound, my. and he is oh fouled my. with 4.2 seconds left. And he's going to the free throw line. We will walk the length of the court to put Cal Sweeney to the free throw line for one and one. I believe that's Primo's fifth. It is. So he sits down. So eighth team foul. So one and one for Kyle Sweeney. He's one for one from the free throw line tonight. And a 75% free throw shooter on the season. I think I'd have waited my full 30 seconds before I put my guy in. Yeah, there we go. And we have a full timeout called by Robert Hatton as well. That's the last timeout called, or last available timeout for Brown City. Well, just... Uh, well, they had eight <laughs> seconds. They got the ball into Stanley. He forced it up through three guys. Not a very good shot. The ball rolls out to the side. Ubley's got it. Primo dives in, takes his legs out. So, you know, now they're going to come down. One-on-one, though. I mean, they... <laughs> Who's Sweeney shooting him, right? Kyle Sweeney's shooting. He's your senior. Um, I'm going to tell you, what does Tom Izzo believe in the most? Rebounding. Well, besides <laughs> that, but what, but what makes a good rebounder? A good football player. Yes. Right? And you look at what Ubley's done in football, and yep. you look at who's – they were down six, right? Yes. And now they've had – you know, they make this comeback. Peruski – Big three, Sweeney, big baskets. Prusky, another big basket, you know. It just, uh, I don't know. There's just something about football. This makes you tough physically and mentally. Um, but we'll see how, how good they are now. They're going to make a free throw. And then you got 4.2. That's plenty of time for Brown City to get a good look here. Kyle Sweeney at the, lead, at the free throw line, shooting one and one. He makes it. Ubley has taken the lead. Not shocked at all. He'll make this one, too. And I'm assuming Coach Sorensen will probably call timeout on a make. And he made both of them. He is not. They're going to go like the floor now. Ooh. Throwing it down to Stanley. Puts up the jump shot. This one's no good. Rebound brought in McCallaversy. The Ubley Bearcats win. The Bearcats take one on the road at Brown City, 38-36. to Kyle Sweeney hits two free throws with four seconds remaining, and that would be the difference maker. Your final score, the Ugly Bearcats victorious, 38-36. to Your final from Brown City, Michigan. A thriller the whole way through. Six lead changes, seven lead changes, four ties in that whole ballgame. 38-36, your final from Brown City, Michigan. Stay tuned. We'll wrap this thing up in just a few short moments. You're listening to your Harwood Home High School Hoops, the W L W Sports Network.
Final score, Ubley wins by two points after two made free throws from Kyle Sweeney with four seconds remaining. Ubley 38, Realm City 36 to take the driver's seat in the Greartham East as they took out Harbor Beach twice. They've now taken out Brown City twice with just one more league game remaining for the Green or for the Bearcats, and that would be against Marlette on the 23rd of February. At the end of the first quarter, it was Ubley leading by one point, nine to eight. In the second quarter, they extended that lead out to seven as they entered halftime with a score of 17 to 10. In the third quarter, here come the Brown City Green Devils as they made up that entire deficit as they outscored Ubley 16 to nine in that quarter to make it 26 all entering the fourth. In the fourth quarter, we had a whole slew of two lead changes and a one tie in there as well to make it 38-36. to 36. Ubley, when the final buzzer went off, Kyle Sweeney was fouled. Went to the free throw line with a one-in-one scenario with 4.1 seconds left. Hit both of them like a senior should, and that would be your difference. And the decision, when all said and done, the Ubley Bearcats go into Brown City, snag a victory, and snag the driver's seat in the greater than east. They sure did. Um, again, we talked about it. Three games and five nights. I don't care who you are. That's tough going. And then you play a tough game like this. And Brown City pushed him, just pushed him defensively and really made him work and made him work and made him work. And they didn't break down. They didn't break down. They got to the end. They, when they had to perform, they did. They executed. They made threes. They made free throws. You know, they were down six, come back, tied it. So, yeah, it was a uh, great game. Uh, Coach Sorens has got to be ecstatic. Uh, again, those are two big road games this week. And, um, you know, to get this last one here, like you said, now that puts them back in the driver's seat again. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. They're tied with Harbor Beach. So I guess <laughs> <laughs> they, they, but they do control their own destiny. If they yes, went they out, like you said, <laughs> one of the 36 scenarios has. Um, Legitimate 36 scenarios. I, right. think, I think we're down just a few now, though. Right. So a few of them have been clicked off tonight. But, uh, yeah, great game. I mean. I think uh, Coach Hatton looking at the end here is not going to be too happy with a couple of the shots they took at the end. A uh, couple shots were forced. They had time. Could have worked a little better, got a little better look. Um, they shot some balls through a lot of traffic and forced some shots up. Um, I don't know. I just I was really impressed with Ubley and the uh, way they um, uh, just held together. Again, down six late in the game. A lot of pressure. They hit big shots, and, uh, and they, they made it happen. Ubley was led by Kyle Sweeney with 17 points on the night. He had 10 in the first half, 7 in the second half, including those two free throws with just four seconds remaining. Evan Peruski, 12 points on the night, all coming in that second half for the Ubley Bearcats. Braden Franzel with 5, Matt Brandle with 3, and Luke Vollmering with 1. And during our commercial break, I did have a few questions. Evan Peruski did make two threes in that second half. They called oh. that that was called a three, oh, and it did stay a three. a three. Okay. So that was uh, where my one I was missing one point. It was driving me absolutely crazy. Totally, so. totally changes the numbers. Oh, no. Everything. Gosh. Everything. Unbelievable. Yeah, you have to, I'm sorry, Steve. I'll, I'll stall for you <laughs> as we redo your math a little bit. Brown City was led by Curtis Stanley with 14 points. Ten of those in the second half. Gaden Muxlow, ten points, all coming in the second half as well. Five points each for Clint Ford and Callan Hagee, and two points for Lucas Primo. From the free throw line for Brown City, they were 2 for 2 for 100%. Ubley was 4 of 7 for 57%. Brown City had 9 turnovers. Ubley with 11 turnovers. Of those 11, 
six of them in the second half, and it was all due to that pressure from the Green Devil full-court press. That was, I mean, I really liked that press. Uh, they put a lot of pressure on Ubley. They got turnovers, um, you know, and that got them back in the game. Uh, the other thing about pressing, though, and I don't know how much they press, but um, you burn a lot of energy chasing their team around the floor. And, uh, again, that seven-point deficit at halftime, they erased that fairly quickly, and then it was pretty much an even game right to the end. So they both made runs. Yeah. There were three different, three separate 8-0 runs in this ball yes. game. Yep. And uh, fortunately for Ubley, they got, uh, they got the right run at the right time. Both teams ended up with 17 rebounds each as well. What do you have for shooting? Um, well, we'll start with Brown City. They really struggled in the first half. Again, uh, we, <laughs> we chronicled that. They were 0 for 8 from the arc knowing that that was going to change. On the second half, they were four for six from the arc. Definitely got them back in the game. Um, and then for the game, they were four of 14 for 29%. Uh, inside the arc again in the second half, they were six of 14. So they shot 50% from the floor in the second half, Brown City did, and that's what got them back in the game. Uh, overall, though, they still ended up 15 for 39 for 38%. Um, again, a couple of them last uh, possessions, uh, I don't. This is, they just. They, they should have got a little better looks than what they ended up getting. They they forced a couple shots there when uh, they probably should have just. They had time. They could have worked it. Got a little better look. And then with the uh, Ubley, uh, they shot really well in the first half. They shot 50% uh, in the second half. Uh, they were 50% inside the arc and 40% outside the arc. So they shot 47% in the second half. For the game, they were 15 to 31 overall for just under 50%, uh, 3 and 9, 33% uh, from the arc. Um, you know, I mean, could you ask for a bigger shot than when Bruce, yeah. made that one in the corner? They're down three. Um, you know, they're having a hard time getting the ball up the floor. Uh, I think, gosh, it was Brown City on a 6 or 8 0 run eight right run. there. 8 0 run. Yeah, and he hits the three to tie it back up. Huge shot. So, I mean, Again, we talk about the football. Prusky, quarterback, right? Makes the run in the playoffs. Has to make plays under pressure. Just a lot of things that come into play in that football that seem to come into play in basketball as well. And, uh, you know, Sweeney, same thing. Those guys made big plays when they had to. Um, you know, even when things weren't going that well for them. When they were struggling getting the ball up the floor, you know, they didn't, didn't panic, didn't scream and holler, just kept working at it and, you know, Perusi just made some huge shots. A couple driving lay, layups down here. I'm not actually layups, just driving yeah, to the basket and you know a fadeaway. I'm not even sure. Just yeah, I mean off balance, yep. making them making and, them count and, and shooting them over uh, Muxlow and and Stanley. I mean those guys are a lot bigger than he is, and uh, knocking them down was just just huge. Um, it was it was it was a great game. We I mean, expected a great one, and then we certainly got one. Yeah, Brown City's in a, that second quarter's you know a two point quarter in a huge game always seems to come back and bite you, and uh, it did tonight. Now, I did tell you the sophomores for Ubley was going to determine this game. True story. How many points did uh, did uh, it's uh, Brandle? Right? Brandel had three. He's a senior. No, not. Uh, no, I'm talking Franzel. Oh, Franzel. Franzel. He had five points. Five points. There you go. All in the first quarter. All in the first quarter. Again, 
Sophomores come up big when they have to sometimes. So, yeah, those are great games. Great it's, game. They're always going to be great, though, when you don't score 40 points. <laughs> it's hard to get much of a lead on anybody. But, yeah, it was it was, it was good. I, it was just, I was really impressed. And you snuck away a crystal ball forecast, another victory in a row here. So it's yeah. now four to two. Yeah, well, that's more where it should be. I'm wow. expecting next week to be five to two. I well, mean, but I'm the guy that's supposed to know. You're the that is true. You're play by play. I that mean, is true. You know, you're 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 supposed to know names and numbers. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh boy. Well, here, hey, final thought. I mean, first time broadcasting from Brown City in 11 years for me. First time for you here in probably 15, almost 20 years. Yeah. It was a, gr- a great atmosphere. We expected a good game. Great to see the the, the ble- bleachers packed. Just a good, fun night here in Brown City. Yeah, and I like where we're at here on the floor. Yeah. As, as, as the winning team's walking out, they're, they're yeah. giving us uh, high fives and knuckles, and uh, and the Brown City people are shrugging their shoulders. Uh, but it was a great game. Um, you know, the thing I like, this has probably been the most competitive. Yes. And I don't mean just from the score. I'm talking how hard the kids played. I mean, they got after it. Oh, absolutely. And they, and Both that's, sides. That's the kind of basketball that I like to see played. I mean, that's, you know, they're not just playing and saying, who makes the most baskets? I mean, there there were two teams battling it out to, uh, to win this game and to have a share of the title going into uh, next week. So now let's take a look at my scenarios here. <laughs> so, if Ubley beats Brown City and Marlette, but Brown City loses to Harbor Beach. So Harbor Beach beats Brown City, and then Ubley beats Marlette. It'd be a two-way tie between Ubley and Harbor Beach, yep. each with two losses. Yep. If Ubley beats Brown City, which they did, beats Marlette, and Brown City beats Harbor Beach, Ubley is outright champions. Yes. Yes. Those are the two big ones. Now, if Ubley beats Brown City but loses to Marlette and Harbor Beach beats Brown City, that puts Harbor Beach back into the ballgame. Yes, it does. So, well, still for, playing and, basketball. And the first time Harbor Beach played Brown City. It was uh, fairly close. I think it was Harbor Beach by five points. Or, uh, have it right here. Yeah, it, it, it was yeah, 46-51. Yeah, 51-46. Yeah, yeah it's very close game. It's going to be close again. I think so. Brown City's. That's know, games they, on Monday. Yeah, they've got the size to, uh, you know, to combat Smiglinski and and uh, but then again, Harbor Beach got some size inside to combat Stanley as well. So, yeah, I you know like I said, I I don't see anybody just walking through this. This thing ain't over yet. There's a lot of basketball to be played, but. Boy, what a big, uh, big win! That's a big hurdle jumped by yeah, Ubley tonight. Ubley here winning at Brown City was uh, that was really, really, really big for them. Tonight's game was brought to you by Thumb Seiler, the talk of the thumb. Dia Services of Cass City, North Star Bank, guiding the way. Kohler Propane, Ubley Motor Service, McVeigh Insurance Agency, and DNM Cabinet Shop, as well as Sure Health, Better Health, Better Life. Are you sure? So, Steve. You are off next week, so we'll return Hunter Bone back to the airwaves as we're covering Lakers in Cass City next Friday on air. So we'll see you back on once again for the finale of the regular season when we are covering Lakers and Ubley, uh, East against the West. Yeah, I definitely want to be back for that last weekend. A uh, lot to go on yet there, and then uh, then we head into tournament time, and <laughs> then Ooh. it's all fun. That's- Every game's fun then. 
We'll see how that goes. We'll have, all, of course, all the district coverage from the Bannex district, which has a lot of our local teams in Division Three. Ubley moves down to Division Four like they did last year, and so they'll be going their other ways. But on behalf of Steve Bone, in-game analysis, my name is Clark Ramsey, producer and host of tonight's broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game. <laughs> I'm not sure how you couldn't, despite the outcome. It was ugly winning by two points as Kyle Sweeney seals the victory with two made free throws with 4.1 seconds left on the road in Brown City, a perennially tough place to play in this beautiful old gym of Brown City. On behalf of Steve Bone, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on air next Friday as Lakers and Cass City do battle from the greater than West. Your Harwood home for high school hoops is the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network. <laughs>